Welcome to Brown AF, Brown, Ambitious, and Free. My name is Niha Winova, your host for the transformation of a lifetime. So the explosive success that you want is not only attainable, but it's much less stressful on you. I'm gonna give you the tips, tools, and get you into CEO thinking so that women and people of color just like you work smarter and get way ahead. This is legacy leadership and it's unlike anything you've been taught before. So tune in and listen up. Let's go. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Brown, Ambitious and Free. We are headway into January, launching 2024 in a really successful way. I am in the midst of helping my clients and my audience to set goals and achieve them in 2023 in a way that is much easier, more simple, in a way that is scalable and allows you to create the 360 kind of success that is fulfilling, that is compelling to others, that brings the right people and partnerships and clients and connections into your orbit with less effort. And we know that when we do this, when we monitor what output we are providing into the world to create results, and when we are tracking our energy levels, literally the input, the human input that we create for ourselves, and that's the truth, we create it, we are now better attuned for faster more scalable success. And then we can reap the rewards of that because why are we doing any of this, right? Why do we wake up in the morning, go out into the world? Why did we get this education, these credentials, build this expertise? We did it because we're conscientious and we want to give back. We want to make sure that the world is better because we're a part of it, that the communities are thriving around us because we're a part of it, that our families benefit from everything we are creating and all the things we're doing every day. And we want to leave a more positive impact on the world. Anyway, if you're listening to me and if you're anything like me, that's who you are and how you think. And so I want to talk today as we're talking about 2024 goals and hitting them and doing so in a way that's easier on us. I want to talk about where goals go wrong and give you a root fix, a solution that will help you. And so what happens when we set goals is we usually start to think about the goals and we want to see results immediately. Of course, we have this instant gratification society. And when we don't see the feedback immediately, we think something has gone wrong. And then we tend to use what we're doing, who we are, the feedback or lack thereof from the goals and use it against ourselves. And what this does is it reinforces perhaps past identities that we have grown out of, that we don't like about ourselves. Oftentimes that's called the shadow side of an individual, the person that we no longer want to be But those old tapes are playing really loudly in our brain 
and we've never ejected them. We haven't taken them out and we just don't know that it's humming in the back of our heads. So it tends to reinforce an outdated, old, maybe an immature identity. It's just not up to date. It is not a new operating system. And that will backfire every single time. And often we don't even know we're doing this. So we want to increase our awareness all the time about how we are using our goals against ourselves. And then the next thing that happens is we get deflated. We don't get the feedback that we want. We want that instant result. We want to see it right away. And when we don't, we notice our mood drops, our energy sinks. We feel dejected and demoralized and we just have this generalized feeling of being either stressed out or down. Things aren't going well. We don't really know why. We're just kind of in a bad mood and our children feel it. Our friends can experience it from us. Our partners will pick up on it. But the truth of the matter is we are so fast paced and so busy that we don't know what's actually happening. And because we don't know or expect this to be happening, we cannot self-correct. And we don't realize it soon enough. We don't take action to fix it. So we're going to talk about that today. The third thing that many, many overachievers, particularly women and people of color, do is we think we have to go it alone. We are so afraid of asking for help because we think it admits failure. We think it's a sign of being inadequate. We aren't used to expecting help or just demanding help. And this is the fallacy of the superwoman that we are supposed to do it all, that we're supposed to put everything on our back, that if we don't do it, we're somehow not adding up. We're not a good mom. We're not a good spouse. We're not a good daughter, not a good daughter-in-law, sister, the list goes on and on. And it really is what causes a system breakdown. This is what leads to burnout. So we want to watch the messages inside of our head, the ones that we're reinforcing. Anytime we don't raise our hand, ask for help, reach out to somebody, ask for a favor, get assistance. We want to look out for that and maybe notice the patterns. Where did you learn that? Did your mother do that? Did somebody around you do that? Children of immigrants, we often don't have extra resources growing up for lavish help or luxuries. And so we think that that is unnecessary. Well, my mom didn't do it. My dad didn't do it, so I shouldn't do it. But, you know, this will slow down our success, slow down our energy. So we really want to challenge that thinking. The next thing is perfectionism. As that perfect student, the one that was always striving for A's and oftentimes met that, we tend to have an all or nothing thinking that only the A matters, the 4.0. Only that anything else doesn't add up. We negate it. We discount it. We don't see the value in any of the other percentages. 
the 60%, the 80%, the 90%. We don't see the value. I went to a really demanding school. I was telling my my children, you know, a 93 was an A minus, right? You had to get like a 94 or 95 or above to even get an A. So I was like shocked to hear, you know, gosh, like a 90 is an A. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I wish I had that because we really, really pushed ourselves for that all or nothing straight A mentality, that student mode that I often talk about. Are we being students or are we being strategic? And so we want to notice perfectionism. Anytime that pops up, that will create a lot of pressure and tension. So if your energy is dropping, you're not getting the feedback you want. It's because you expect a one-to-one result for output. There is not enough patience happening. We're expecting a perfect result right away. And when we don't get it, we work harder and harder. We get more tired. We expend way too much energy. We don't ask for help. We don't notice this is happening. And then we use it all against ourselves. So you see the cycle. And I want you to start noticing this cycle in yourself. Because the sooner you realize it, the sooner you can prevent it. You can stop it and you can prepare for it ahead of time in the future. And then number five, another thing we often do is we shoot either way too high. And so it's so difficult and so demanding to reach these goals. And we we use this idea of, well, I just have really high standards. I'm a perfectionist. And we don't cut ourselves any slack. We work way too hard. We're working, checking emails. We're subdued and distracted. When we're at home with our families, we can't relax. Our body is tense. There's anxiety in our stomach. We're thinking about our presentation to the board, something that's coming down the pike. And so it's like, what are we doing all this for? Even when we're away from work, we're worried. And so I'm going to talk about that. We set our sights too high. We don't realize we're doing it because we're high achievers and we're perfectionists and perfect students, and that's what they do. And then what happens is we feel really bad when we don't make it because it's not necessarily possible all the time. We blame ourselves and we think we are the problem. We think we are causing it, that there's something inherently wrong. We don't want to tell people about it. And then we are filled with shame or embarrassment. And so this is a recipe for disaster. And what often happens, if you chronically set goals too high and you don't achieve them after a while, you stop trying, you stop desiring, you stop pushing yourself, and then you swing the pendulum the other direction. And now you're setting goals that are way too low. And then you get bored. You're not really fulfilled. You're not lit up on the inside. Your energy is low and you're in this nonstop conundrum. And so what's really going on here is that nobody has taught you the right way, the most optimal way to set goals and achieve them. And the way that we do that is we position ourselves to win and to grow any way you slice it. We change our perspective, we change our calibration, we change the way that we evaluate things and talk to ourselves in our head. And we become a person, we become a leader, 
who knows that we are winning either way. When we hit the goal, we're winning. And when we're on the way, we are winning all the time. We're humans. We're giving it a go. We have breath. We have life. We are winning. And when you have that thinking, that kind of abundant thinking, positive thinking, everything will change on a dime. And so what's happening is we don't see the small seeds of growth and we're comparing ourselves to people's end products. We are often, especially now with social media, we are comparing ourselves to everybody else's best outcome, their best day, their best family photo shoot, right? Their best result, the promotion they got. We don't hear about the dips along the way. We don't know about their internal plight. We're not privy to those details in most cases. We have no idea what went on in their worst times, in those dark nights. Maybe we find out later, and oftentimes we never do. So that's the first problem. We don't see small growth. We don't give it any credit. And we compare ourselves to other people's end product. And we do that prematurely. The second thing is we just don't understand the concept of the human brain. The human brain is inherently there and it's inherently focused on the negative because in our evolution, the brain had to be there before we had science, before we had protection mechanisms, before we had cars with seatbelts. We needed the brain to point out everything that could kill us. And what happens now is that our brain is trained. It is wired to overprotect us, protect us way more than we need to shelter us, to keep us stuck, to even keep us stagnant and to create a running tape in your head that has you stuck to your chair, stuck to your computer, stuck with your head down on your to-do list and stuck on the couch, not going after what you want. But I don't want you to fall for this default level of thinking, this default calibration. And we're going to talk more about how to change that in this episode. The third thing is we have to be willing to get help from the appropriate sources, to not go it all alone, to delegate better, to take things off of our plate, to develop our teams, to trust them, to hire and cultivate an amazing team that is aligned and cohesive and facing the same direction with the same values. And then we are really going to have a synergistic response. But when you are hoarding all the work, when everything falls on you, when you think it's just easier because it's faster when you do it, or it takes too long to explain or hire or bring a babysitter on or get a nanny or get a personal assistant, or I tell a lot of my friends, it's changed my life. I've been doing it for years now since we launched our first business was I don't go to the grocery store anymore. I don't hang out and walk around and target and spend way more money than I need to. 
I pick things up online. I go and I get it all put in my trunk and I come home and I put it away. And people are like, well, I don't get to choose it. And I don't know. I didn't get to touch the thing. And and I'm like, who cares? I saved five hours this week for me to hang out, call somebody, do something else, prepare a talk, prepare a seminar, fly across the country. Like we have to be willing to let go and delegate and trust that I'm going to get the best bag of peaches and they're going to be delicious. It's going to work out. And this is a true internal shift. You want to get help, make things easier on yourself. And number four is we need to stop thinking about perfection and everything is an upwards trajectory all the time, all the time. And we need to understand that there are going to be downturns. There are going to be valleys and peaks and nothing has gone wrong. It is not our fault when that happens. And then finally, you want to set realistic goals that stretch you, that reflect who you are and what you want and that are optimistic. And so the framework I teach my clients and that I recommend for you to use is the 360 degree goal. The way my friend put it, it's a more holistic goal and it is a much more powerful goal. It is much more achievable and attainable and it will give you energy hour by hour every single day and that's what matters most. And what you do here is that you're constantly focused on the growth, the progress. Each day you're evaluating what you have accomplished where you have gotten, what credit you are going to take yourself. You're going to acknowledge the new skills that you have or that you're pumping up or that you're utilizing and all the things that are in alignment now that are working towards what you want. So this is not a way for you to be critical about yourself anyway. And it's not a way for you to be thinking about everything that you haven't done, everything that went wrong. We're training our brain to focus on the growth and the progress every single day. This is going to create the second thing, which is more positivity. I want you to develop a positive protocol, something that will comfort you and guide you when things get tough. So you can reach out to an advisor. You call a friend, you journal what's weighing on you, what you're too stressed out to tell anybody about. You want to think about the feeling that you're experiencing in your body and get in touch with the message that feeling has for you. You really want to utilize the power of music and beats to level up and bring up your energy and your mood. You can also do this through everyday movement, particularly when you're going through difficult or harder times or more low cycles. And you can turn to people that have done this already. Look to them for guidance, wisdom, and inspiration. Get what you need to get you at that higher level of performance, that higher level of positivity and mood. Have that protocol ready. And again, like I just talked about, you want to make sure that you are building a team. 
a group of experts, a community that takes things off of you, especially if you're an entrepreneur or a leader, you have to understand that those kinds of hours and that self-demand will lead to burnout. So you want to commit to being a person who's going to make it easier on yourself. And when you plan for those dips, the problems, and have a contingency plan, you can then set aside time every week. I talk about this as decision hour. And you want to solve as many of these problems that you otherwise would avoid and then forget because our brain is just going to have us avoid them because we don't like to expend effort on things that are feeling problematic. So that's why you have that rumination, that constant problem that never goes away. It's because you haven't set aside time to fix the things that are super annoying. Like this morning, I had to make sure that I went into my app and downloaded all the things and got the scan codes to make the returns from the holidays that have piled up. I didn't want to sit there and do it. I had so many other things I you know, wanted to do, but I can't get that done if I don't do take that step. So you have to make time for the things that you don't want to do for the dips to solve those problems, to have the hard conversations, and you will experience so much momentum and so much growth and relief when you have a system where you do that every single week. It takes it off of your brain, off of your chest, gets it onto your calendar and gets it done. The entire system improves. And then finally, when you're setting goals, you want to make sure that you're using a scale that provides you to have a spectrum of the result, the low, the medium, and the high. And this is just a stroke of brilliance. This is really genius because when you do You allow yourself some leeway. You understand that the world isn't just a magic place, but that there is ups and downs. It's not going to just be a straight shoot to get what you want. It takes growth. We are humans. And you want to make sure that the goals that you set are reflective of your desire and that it's going to require new skills. And in that discomfort, in that growth is how you emerge on the other side with a better skill set. But it's from taking action. It's not from being inert and dreaming away. That's what I mean when I say it's not just magically going to happen. There's going to be some variance and variables in there. And you want to build your confidence through action taking. You want to set goals that reflect your desire and that amp up desire within you. And there's a specific way I do this myself every day and that I walk my clients through so that you really are, when we talk about 360 degree holistic goals, you are putting yourself first. You're celebrating, you're having fun. So you're creating more balanced goals in your life that are fully reflective of what's important to you. And so You know, 2023 was really challenging for a lot of people. Personally, there was so much going on in the world. There still is. There's a lot that we are recovering from post-COVID. And for me, I really had to think about all the growth that I experienced in 2023 differently, not just the metrics, not just the measurements of a goal, not just the outcome, but the process inputs. 
And when I was going through this exercise, which I have my clients do and I do with other people as a part of their groups to develop myself, is that I realized there was so much growth and expansiveness for me beyond just the metrics. I had so much personal growth through connections. I really pushed myself with my visibility and my content. I launched the podcast last year and I stood in front of my work and I honed my message and was more comfortable with saying controversial things. And I'm going to continue to do that. And when I was able to really think about all the growth I had from a 360 perspective, for me, it was an amazing year filled with new relationships, new friendships that I cultivated at a really deep level, but also my lifelong friendships that matter so much to me that I want to continue and I want to reconnect and invest in. I also built new partnerships. I went on girls trips with old friends that I don't get to see in my day-to-day life. And I amped up my connections with alumni that are really important to me and the schools that have developed me and invested so much in me, really being nostalgic and being a part of those communities. I spent so much time, precious time with my children and my family, of course, but also nieces and nephews that inspire me and bring so much energy into my life. And my brothers, my mom, my, the parents in our lives and cousins, I was also really able to focus on my health, making sure I got in some movement, that there is a dance practice that actually moves old trauma and emotions out of my body. I got deeper connected with myself, my internal power my confidence and my ability to take big and bold action. And that is what I hope you're experiencing through this podcast. And that is what this podcast embodies. So for 2024, when you are setting goals, you might already be noticing that your energy is dipping. Refer back to this podcast again and again. You want to make sure that you're setting goals that are holistic and reflect all of your growth and evaluate Based on that, you don't want to compare yourself to others. You want to look at how much you have progressed and grown. You want to understand that your brain will be negative, but it's your opportunity to make it more positive and to take action, get help, expect downturns and plan for those. Have a positivity protocol and know that. You can solve for things in advance and set aside time to take care of them and you will get so much better results when you do it this way. And when you plan for a goal, you can have that low, medium, and high level, expect variation, and really go for it. So I hope this helps. I would love to hear what's resonated with you. If you have any questions or feedback or topics you want to hear, drop us a line Neha at nehacoaching.com. Follow me on LinkedIn. Spread the word. I'm also on Instagram at Neha Wunava. And I really want to be a support to you, your team, 
your success and your growth this year. So stay tuned for in-person events and for webinars and seminars to bring community together and to accelerate your skills and growth in a way that nobody has told you before. All right. With that, I will see you next week. Have a great week of goal setting, achieving, growing, and winning. See you next time. Thank you for joining us and listening to our podcast. We invite everybody who believes in inclusive success to join the mission here at Brown, Ambitious, and Free. This is for you to be more of who you are and succeed with simple tools and unlearn things that don't support your success. Please subscribe and share this podcast with other supporters and ambitious change makers and visionaries who want to be a part of this important movement to change the face of leadership and wild success. Check out our website to learn all the different ways to connect with me and work with me. You can work with me as a private coaching client one-on-one by booking a consultation call at www.nehacoaching.com. That's N like Nancy, I India, H Harry, A Apple, coaching.com. I also work with leadership teams and organizations to supercharge the leadership and execution and build a culture of success. Send us a message and book a call. Finally, would you like me to speak at your organization or association? That's easy to do. Reach out to us and schedule a masterclass or workshop. Come back every week for important discussions that will revolutionize the way you think create and perform to get greater and greater success. I will show you how to use a proven methodology that takes out the guesswork and adds to your success. Join us here each week and spread the message. We will see you soon.